Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Does anybody in that in your platoon there, Michael, do they ever say, why, are, why aren't you looking at the trainers? Why aren't you looking at the medical facility? Whatever it is, because injuries happen with this team. And I know, you know you're making a joke with the Nationals, but it's spot on also. And they linger and they don't go away and they get worse. And it happens over and over again. And I just, maybe I'm ignorant to it. I don't see that necessarily being omnipresent throughout professional sport. Is that anything that's ever question about this organization I, I don't want to tip my hand too far because i am doing a big deep dive into this so you get to read at richmond.com mm. in the coming weeks um one thing i will tell you though bruce allen and the redskins were so concerned about this they hired outside consultants to come into the building this offseason and wow. examine everything about the way the redskins handle injuries top down top to bottom a full gave them full latitude of the building ask questions to whoever you want so I can tell you that while it is still happening, that's bad. Uh, there, there's at least a general awareness that this is bad and this this is not normal. Um, so, so yes, they they are asking the questions. I I don't know that they're receiving answers that that anybody would deem satisfactory or that that are changing the course of things. Uh, but I, I can tell you that it is on the radar. And yes, they. They spent a little bit of Mr. Snyder's money looking into that. Well, thank God. I mean, just acknowledging there's a problem is so vital with this organization. I mean, you you brought up the baseball team. I think what Nationals fans are the most pissed off about is not necessarily the injuries. It's the way they're handling them. It's they're saying, well, we don't know what it is, and he'll be back in a couple of days, and all of a sudden you find yourself on the DL for 15 days when everybody knew that was going to happen, and you've been playing a man down. I'm just happy to hear you say that, that it's being acknowledged and they're looking into it. When is that piece going to be out, Michael? Well, I don't know, but I'll uh, I'll make sure to uh, come on your show right. and uh, and discuss it when it is. Uh, we got a long off season. We got a lot of air to fill here. Trust we me, we can only talk about Haskins for so much. You know, I completely agree. And I, as someone that has four and a half hours every day, you got to fill with with you know, you <laughs> just draw uh, material out of the ether. I understand your pain. Um, if Colt isn't ready to go, is it Haskins and Keenum? That they break. You mentioned bringing somebody in, like. It, who do we think that would, I would have been okay with them, you know, a Brett Rippon type or whomever. I would have been okay with a late round quarterback to develop in the next Nate Sudfeld. Hopefully your backup that would be a cheaper option. Uh, that doesn't look like it was on the table, at least not yet. What does it mean if McCoy isn't ready to go? Yeah, I'll be pretty excited to see who they bring into rookie camp this weekend. Cause uh, you know, that's where the undrafted guys go to get their last shot. And uh, you know, traditionally that hasn't been, a big thing that the the best quarterbacks who weren't on the draft board end up with other teams and, you know, other places where they perceive more, more opportunity. I think the Redskins are the place for that opportunity this off season, much as uh, you know, kind of Sudfeld carved out his niche when he was here, obviously uh, I'll be curious. They haven't released the rosters yet of who they're bringing in, but that'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, at Redskins park when they bring in the undrafted rookies and the draft picks for that mini camp. Uh, but wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. If they, uh, bring in a few guys, uh, you know, have that competition. Uh, definitely want somebody to play the second half of preseason games. Uh, practice squad spots obviously available. Uh, the the interesting thing to me would be if Colts not ready. If Colts ready, the whole thing solves itself. Keenum's your one. 
uh, Colts are two. Haskins is in, inactive until somebody comes down from the owner suite and says Haskins is your number one. That, that's how this plays out. In, if Colts not ready though, Keenum's your one with Haskins your two, and now all of a sudden he's kind of got to be ready to jump into the game at any point. I, I don't know that that's ideal for anybody, but you're also not going to take a fourth quarterback because everybody agrees that's just insane. Um, so I, I think your best case scenario is Colt is healthy enough to return to his usual purchase, the backup for week one, and then kind of let it self-sort out from there. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I guess what the argument probably would be almost immediately is that it has been acknowledged that the – you know, they did a good job of going up and getting the football people, for lack of a better term, their players and sweat and moving around and getting their guys. But if the owner and his guy drafted Haskins, why would anyone believe that the owner and his guy wouldn't say, hey, look, if it's at all close, you're starting Dwayne Haskins week one? Yeah, it, to me, the, the the factor is the schedule here. And I, I you, there is no more pointless activity in American sports than doing the week by week of the schedule. Sure. Um, but, but some things are a constant. You know, the Bears are going to be good this year. The Patriots are going to be good this year. Um, I don't know that you want to trot this guy out to take some lumps against some pretty good defenses in the first few weeks. Eagles, pretty good this year, would, would be my guess, at least good on paper. Um, I, w- I would hope that somebody is relaying the message back to that owner suite that, hey, look, you know, this gets softer. This, this is a brutal opening stretch. Maybe you let your guy sit and, and, and put him in in a more favorable situation. Now, I mean, it's the NFL. Things change. You know, you never predict which games are going to be good and, and which games aren't going to be good. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I would be very hesitant to trot him out right away against the Patriots and the Bears and, and some teams that, that probably are going to be pretty brutal to play against. Yeah, I get that, and I'm in favor of that, but – Salisbury, Sean Salisbury comes on my show and he always said something that stick, sticks with me about this teams in this situation. Like, look, if you're going to use a 15 overall pick on a guy and you're scared to play him, you've already made a mistake. And there's part of me that, that thinks about that and says, yeah, you know, I mean, he is really confident. It has been said by anybody that is around him. I don't, I'm sure that's served him well in his life, but if you feel better about the Dolphins than you do about the Bears, that age-old adage, you know, if you're scared, that's how you go out there and get hurt. Well, the Dolphins can hurt you just as easily physically as any other team you're going to play. I just, I don't know if I would want to look at the the schedule and say, well, that game's too hard. Let's not put him in here. I, I want to put him in when he's ready. And your skepticism is reflective of a man who has been in this market for long enough to know <laughs> how things are going to go down around here. Uh, you know, my, my only counterpoint to that would be it's easier to walk it forward than walk it backwards. If you play him early and all of a sudden they're one and seven, and you've got Case Keenum on the sideline, and you say, well, Case would probably be the better quarterback for the team right now, but but do we want to risk benching our number 15 pick? That's not a good look for anybody now. You know, bridges of trust have been burned, what have you. I, I know that, you know, it, it's it's a game where you can be benched at any moment, but you still don't want to do that to your star guy early in the season. I, I just feel like it's easier to walk the steps forward as opposed to, to being stuck halfway through the year and having to walk them back. Of course. Um, Michael Phillips is my guest. Chad Dukes versus the, the world. Michael Phillips, PRTD. Find him there, RTD rather, on Twitter. And of course, Richmond Times Dispatch. Go ahead and get that on richmond.com. Talk to me about this. I was reading how, um, you know, I'm not a necessarily an, an analytics guy, but pro football focus is a lot of people's Bible. They had the Redskins with a lot of steals in this draft. And one of them is Kelvin Harmon, who everybody's already kind of fallen in love with here. Is 
what what type of an opportunity is going to be presented to him? And I and I'll pair that with the question, Michael. Josh Doxson, they're not picking up that fifth year, and everybody knew they weren't going to do it, and so that's fine. But he statistically was better last year than he has been with the worst possible quarterbacking situation imaginable. What type of an opportunity is Doxson going to get moving forward, knowing that they feel a certain way about him if they're not picking up that option? Yeah, the problem with Josh Doxson is he has not delivered on that first-round promise. I think everybody would agree on that he been good enough to warrant that first-round selection. The other problem with Josh Doxson is he hasn't been bad enough to just cut him loose and call him a bust. He's somewhere in the middle of if Josh Doxson had been a fourth-round selection, I think everybody's probably patting themselves on the back saying, hey, we got ourselves an NFL role player here. Now, you're not going to pay that guy that, that fifth-year option money. You're not going to pick him up for big money. And because of the way the, you know, that fans perceive him here as that first-round pick, he's probably going to be better off rebooting somewhere else after this year and going for a fresh start, unless he really tears up the league this year, which he could. You know, stranger things have happened. Um, but fans here will always perceive him as a first-round pick. I, I think league-wide, the perception is this is a guy we have on our football team. He can contribute. He's, he's not a superstar, uh, but, but he makes nice plays, and he, he's got good athleticism. So he needs to go to a place where they can pay him at that level, set the expectations at that level, uh, and, and then I, I think he would probably receive a little bit better uh, reception from the fans than the one he gets here. And now that said, the number one thing he's got to do is stay on the field. Nobody's taking any guys who are getting hurt. Maybe that's something where, where he needs to just do a Brian Arakpo, leave town, and all of a sudden he gets magically healthy. I don't know. Um, but but nothing's going to happen until he stays healthy for a full NFL season, that's for sure. What do you make of the Peter King, Joe Theismann, kerfluffle that we just saw? He was, I don't want to say disrespectful, but f- fairly dismissive of the notion that Theismann deserved anything in a back and forth with Haskins about number seven. I know it's the most tedious sports talk segment ever, but I I thought that was an interesting take from Peter King and one that I was not expecting. Yeah, he probably played it a little bit harder than I would have. Like, he, he was lumping Theismann in with some dudes that literally lucked their way into a Super Bowl. Like, I, I you know, and I, I wasn't around for it. But from what I understand, Joe, Joe had some football talent and uh, did, in fact, contribute to winning those football games that won the Super Bowl. That said, I just always found the whole thing to be kind of funny. Like, there's numbers that exist, but you can't pick, but they're not retired. Like, I feel this way about Sean Taylor too. Like let's put it up in the rafters, you know, let's either start giving it to some dudes or, uh, or put it up in the rafters and, uh, you know, retire it properly. This whole informal retirement things always struck me as a bit weird. I agree. And it, it puts guys in a tough spot and then everyone's like, we well, don't have any numbers. No, no, you, you retire Sean Taylor. Go ahead and do that. That makes you feel good. But then it's 28, it's 44, uh, sunny short list, it's a short list of guys that I would say they absolutely have to be, retired i just think that they're, they're making this more difficult than it has to be and all, all those numbers you just noted have been informally retired this whole time so and so, somehow players have managed to wear jerseys uh, throughout this time also you get a nice big ceremony they love harkening back to the old days you can re-release them with a special patch and have a nice payday you're just you're leaving uh, money on the barrel there, there. there's a guy who's been in this market for a while <laughs> yes sir exactly right uh, it is Michael PRTD on Twitter. Follow him there at Michael PRTD in the Richmond Times Dispatch. Have a great week, Michael. Thank you, buddy. Same to you.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 